1: Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the PHNX Rising Post Game Show brought to you by the Draft Sportsbook App America. Number one sportsbook app Ramon Chavez checking in here from Phoenix, Arizona, and from Colorado Springs. We got Owen Evans looking spiffy. How you doing, sir?
0: Wow,
1: well, well, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> Yeah, not, not a good game tonight. Rising fall 1-0 to zero, uh, to Colorado Springs and Colorado Springs. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just cut to the chase. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of the comments here already. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. But, Owen, it wasn't a great game from the start. You know, if you look at the numbers, and we can take a quick look right now behind the numbers, Rising just did not show up to play today. Uh, you know, uh, one, one goal yeah. for, for switchbacks was kind of many, actually. Possession 65% for Colorado, 35 for Phoenix Rising. 23 shots while uh, Rising only took two shots. And then one of them was on target for Rising and then five for switchback. So if you look at the numbers, you know, you could just tell that Rising did not show up. Colorado was not able to be as clinical as they usually are. So that's why the scoreline ended up being what it is. But at the end of the day, this was a rough game to watch.
2: Absolutely. it From Rising's perspective, at least, you know, I, I feel like we have to draw a line between the first half and the second half just because of the circumstances. But you know, just really focusing on the first half, what you saw was a team that just, it felt like couldn't really get a foothold in this game, couldn't really mm-hmm. put together a spell of possession, couldn't string together a series of passes uh, that would actually give them an opportunity to find themselves actually threatening the Colorado net at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's really where the problem was. Today, it just felt toothless. It felt as though the positives that we could take from the game on Wednesday, they weren't there. When we saw these two sides meet a few uh, weeks ago back at Wild Horse Pass, Colorado Springs looked like they were absolutely exhausted, like they were completely out of it. That's how Mm -hmm. Phoenix Rising looked today
1: yeah yeah and i was and i kept wondering is this gonna affect them it's been three games in eight days the altitude the travel it's two away uh two away games in the last week so this had to catch up to them in some way or form but i did not expect for that to be this bad and like you're saying in the first half could not string together any passes colorado looked like a rejuvenated team from the one we saw (laughs) at wild horse pass where they were attacking they were pressing and every time they got the ball. It looked honestly like they were able to score each and every single time. So definitely uh, something a sight to see today.
2: Yeah, yeah. It uh, this looked more like the Colorado Springs of old that we were expecting from the start of the season. Um, yeah. It's just from Rising's perspective, it was just not their day in the
1: slightest. For sure, for sure. Uh, you were able to speak with Juan Guerra after the game. He, I'm sure, he had some thoughts on what happened on the field today. So let's take a quick look at what Juan Guerra. One gear, I had to say. It's
2: just then first
0: thoughts coming off of that game. Uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because you know I mean we we were in a position of, uh, of adversity for uh, for the second half and it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I'm I'm pleased with uh, with a lot of the things um, character wise and attitude wise in the second half, especially the way we finished the game with the right approach going forward, not being afraid. But there's also a lot of things that uh, we we got to fix. We got to tweak. What were your thoughts on Darnell's red card? Oh, I mean, we have to be more cautious. He was was already on a yellow card. They're playing a ball behind. We know we're playing a team that has a very fast front three and that was kind of like we're trying to protect those spaces behind We just have to be more cautious we have to be um i mean those moments is it's tough i've played before i've been in the field i know what it is but we gotta be smarter we can we can't leave the team and afford to leave the team versus colorado at home with 10 men for 45 minutes
2: so then, ten men going into the second half. What are you looking to change there tactically?
0: Well, we went to a 4 4 one. We We're trying to pretty much absorb a lot of spaces, and you know what I mean, uh, absorb, um, uh, try, 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 try to protect spaces so they don't they don't they don't beat us behind. I think we did a good job at times. Then the goal comes, and, and it, it became a bit harder. Then we decided to switch to a four-three-and-two they were able to keep the ball they didn't want to go forward anymore because they were already winning and we were able to put a bit more pressure on them and then the game pretty much opened up i still think we had a we had a few sparks a few good moments in where we got to finish those plays we, we can't keep getting to the attacking third and and that ball not finishing on a shot or a cross it's just too many uh, not forced turnovers and uh, that really got us tonight. It's, an, it's, it's the third game in a week. The third game in a week with a lot of travelling and altitude. I know it was going to be tough. Um, I was definitely expecting uh, to walk out of here with something. And it just it, it bothers me a bit to, to walk out empty-handed. And
2: then obviously Ryan wasn't in the squad today. How's he looking injury-wise?
0: Uh, not great. Uh, he has an ankle injury and it's it's going to take a few weeks to get him back.
1: A lot to take from Juan Guerra there. So, uh, Owen, what are your initial reactions to what he had to say?
2: Well, let's start with that last bit here. Ryan Flood, of course, we saw him carried off at the end of that game last uh, on Wednesday. wasn't in the squad today. Mm -hmm. Looks like he's going to be a few weeks now. What kind of an impact will that have? We're going to have to wait and see. But it's it's tough when you have the transition to this kind of style of play that has three at the back, uh, whereby you know Ryan has played in that position and, and did a reasonable job at it on Wednesday, mm-hmm. I, I feel, for most of that game. Um, and now you're down another player, and is and isn't necessarily the depth in those kind of positions. Of course, mm-hmm. it also comes at a point whereby uh, Darnell King is going to be suspended for the next match. Uh, we know that as well. Uh, there's going to be other issues as well. Quite a few people missing from that next game in Oakland, so mm-hmm. I'm concerned a little bit about yeah. that injury update. But mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, no, that's not that's definitely not good news whatsoever. We saw how impactful Ryan could be, uh, when he was giving minutes uh, these last few games, so it is definitely a tough loss to see him miss some time. Uh, especially at this point in the season, and in the way that Rising are playing uh, at the moment, so it's gonna, it's tough. You know, this leaves maybe you know Babu having to kind of fall back a little bit, relying on Calistri as well. So it's it's gonna be tough. You know, to see how they can replace Ryan Flood on that back line. Um, he he talked about the first half a little bit. And, you know, I do want to jump on that a little bit because, yeah, like you, you said earlier, they came out toothless. They weren't ready to play. And it's it, it was frustrating, man, because we've seen this the entire season when it's a do or die situation. When they go down in the score, they're just not able to react. And this is another example of when they go down at halftime, they're not able to click in in the second half and, and create an impact. And it's, and it's frustrating to see.
2: Yeah. And I think. Look, I was possibly waiting to make this point until later on. But you know what? Let's let's kick it straight off the bat. In my mind, the reason for this, and people are going to point fingers, people are going to try and work out quite why it is. To me, what this shows is just how badly Rick Shantz left this team mentally. That's my view on this one because mm-hmm. you have a lot of players out there who, quite frankly, I don't care about the tactics. They could go out there and perform better at the basics that they've been yeah. ultimately struggling with uh, than than they have in any system. Sloppy passing isn't about tactics. Mm-hmm. And it's not about these players either. We know they do they do care. I'm sorry, if people are going to suggest that they don't care, they, they, they're talking out of nonsense. They do care about this. And yeah. they more importantly... They, People can talk about a drop off as well, but we're not talking about a drop off that sees this team drop down into the positions that they're currently in. That's Mm -hmm. the problem. These players have done it in the past consistently at this level and they're not doing it this season. Something has changed. And to me, what has changed here is is the mental state of that club when Rick Shantz departed was at such a low that, quite frankly, it's going to take some time to pick it back up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can see it in the players and, and I think Juan's right. You know, I, I like the tactics that he went to in the second half. There were obviously a man down with Darnell King's uh, red card, but yeah, you can just see it in the team. You know, it's, it's, they, they have a little bit of fight in them, but mentally, uh, you know, maybe that's what's really holding them back this season. And yeah. It, and it has to do with the previous coaching regime. Um, let's talk about Darnell King for a second there, Owen. Look, I, I was tooting about it the entire game. I was not a fan of the referee and the crew today. I felt at the right, beginning. I'm of the going
2: game, to. I'm I'm hopping in. I'm okay, hopping okay, in okay, here okay. and interrupting you. I am interrupting right. you on this one. Phoenix Rising did not perform well enough today for us to mm-hmm. make that a topic of discussion. I I yeah. personally think that you have to at least provide a certain level of performance for mm-hmm. that you to even effectively have permission to talk about this. To me. Yeah. No, no, that's not what we saw today out of this team. And so we can yeah. talk about the referees if we want to, but I, I feel as though that's just a disguise. It becomes this distraction of something else that we can kind of clutch at and, and suggest when, as Scott is saying here in the chat, two mm-hmm. shots, two shots. There was one shot in the first half and yeah. it came from Santi Moa and it was blocked not very far in front of him. Mm-hmm. That's not the referee.
1: Yeah, uh, no, and, and that's and the fact, why
2: Phoenix Rising lost this game.
1: Yeah, the point that I was trying to make was that it, you know, some of the calls I felt kind of hindered Rising in a way. But yeah, definitely, as, as far as the level of play was not there today. But I did not agree with some of the yellows that were given out, and I think that's what maybe also affected the team. Now, the Darnell King, when I saw the replay, you have to be smarter than that. You're on a yellow. There's a must-win game. You. The reason why you had to foul was because you were not positioned well defensively. So at this point, it's it, it's an issue that's been happening the entire season. It's not something that you can pin on the ref itself. Uh, Scott Mitchell, thank you so much for the super chat. Takes time to rebuild. Thanks as always, PHNX crew. Thank you so much for the super chat, Scott Mitchell. But yeah, what were your thoughts on that Darnell King uh, red card, and and what's what's been happening uh, with Darnell King this year, where will you see these kind of moments of frustration seep out during uh during the gameplay?
2: Listen, I have come on here before. I have defended Darnell King before. And more importantly, I'm I'm going to preface all of this, which I'm about to say, by saying that at the end of the day, look, it, it, you can't come out with comments about how his leadership is behind the scenes. Because all the people who would like to talk about this on Facebook, you've got the perfect example of people, uh, the inverse relationship between knowledge and the size of mouth in mm-hmm. this case. And so what you, I, I I personally find some of the discussion of his captaincy a little bit distasteful, just because, again, it's coming from a place of very little uh, true knowledge. That said, mm-hmm. today, from an experienced player, you have to know better. I yeah. can accept that decision-making as a risk that you want to take you want to balance and weigh up the risks and say it and and you haven't got a card and you make that decision to pull the guy down like that fine if it's the last 10 minutes and you're trying to preserve some kind of result and -hmm. you're making a calculated risk there that says i'm going to get sent off but i feel like i am actually helping the team and you're taking one for the team i can accept that but on the stroke of half time, in that position as an experienced player you just have to know better You have to know better than to go in and kind of just, you know, put your arms on someone in that kind of a position that's just Mm -hmm. inviting a yellow card to come out when you're already on one in that position. It's just daft. It's something that I expect from a player with a lot less experience in the professional game than we see with Darnell King. But ultimately, yeah, that completely changed the game, I feel. (laughs) Look, Rising weren't great beforehand, but it almost felt as though it was just a too mountainous a task after the red card for them to realistically hold on to a result
1: yeah and and that's the frustrating part because i felt like okay rising are probably not going to win this game but at least try to walk away with the point you know but when you go down a man it's going to be that much harder and we saw how much uh, colorado springs was knocking at the door for that goal now, when Darnell Kings leaves, it kind of you know makes you know the the systems shift a little a, a little bit in the back line at least, and and that's what created conf- confusion in that first goal where Babu had to step in and Farrell was way out of you know out of the line. So there was so much going on in that back line, and that's what happens when one of your players is, is given the red card. Confusion comes in, assignments are missed, and you're not able to to rebound from that. So that you know when that happened that was pretty much the game i felt it was just a matter of time for when colorado was going to go up on the score and i was surprised honestly that it was only one goal
2: yeah yeah it was surprising of course like there was all the uh discussion afterwards wasn't there about of course um well a lot of fans here didn't like the fact that, that one goal was called back of course it was called back he punched it into the net yeah. um and for anyone who's interested here we do have to be uh completely honest over the the fact that it doesn't matter all the usual considerations on handball don't matter comes off the hand goes into the net it is a handball every time that's how it's mm. written in the laws completely mm. correct call to give it pull it back the referee I,
1: I you could see Farrell asking mm. the ref for it you know he was one of those guys that was right on in his face yeah. basically saying hey like bring out the yellow man
2: <laughs> yeah there was a lot of frustration I feel from rising at times in that game and it, it spilled over of course Marcus Reiner, uh sent off on the on the touchline there for rising mm-hmm. uh sounds as though it was for uh showing video to the fourth official which is not allowed oh wow <laughs> um so that that's that's ultimately what got him that but yeah yeah
1: that's his frustration just seeping into the uh the, the touchline as well with the with the rest of the staff Uh, Owen, let's take a quick break and talk about our friends at Four Peaks. Uh, We're definitely going to need some Four Peaks. Uh, I don't know if you brought any with you on this trip, but it's going to be good to relax after this tough game. I should
2: have. I probably (laughs) should
1: have. If you guys are interested, uh, Four Peaks is running a Toast. You can actually enter to win the Toast of the Month sweepstakes uh, to win a $50 four peaks gift card and a phnx shirt of your choice and a phnx annual membership again the toast of the month sweepstakes we just gave out uh, the last winner uh last week uh or this week i believe at the at four peaks so it was great and again you can get all these great prices that are on the screen right now and uh not only do you support us you also support four peaks brewing company and the way that you can sign up for that is by going to gophnx.com or click on the link on the show notes to sign up for the sweepstakes and remember guys you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly.
2: Whew. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna it's a rare one that I really go into a true uh p- pick a little bit of a fight with the chat here, but you know what? Maybe I will.
1: Maybe I will. Yeah, dude, what are we, we calling there. out? Is it Corey? Corey? No, no,
2: no, no. I'm gonna go uh I just wanna shout out Racer Dog here. I'm I'm sensing some sarcasm in there. I'm sensing some sarcasm in there as we talk about Rick Shanson. And the legacy that he's left at this club and and look I, i'm gonna i'm gonna be perfectly straight here if it's not rick and given the contents of of what we saw in that first half where quite frankly again none of it's tactical you can't even begin to suggest it was tactical the problems there the, the issues at their core were just that the team wasn't performing mm-hmm. uh you know we're gonna get into this then fine what changed what changed from last year did the players not care Because I don't think that's the case whatsoever. Do the players not have the ability? Then how did they show it multiple times in the past? Uh, Or is there something else at play here? Right, We've got to be realistic here, which is that at the the end of the day, this team and and the relationships in that locker room were not left in the best place. When Rick departed, I mean, quite frankly, let's be real here. Why do people, do people genuinely think that results alone would have turned things around as quickly as they did? It was less than a month prior to Rick's departure from the club that we were being told pretty straightforwardly that he was their guy. Ownership were coming on. Ownership came on PHN's Rising
1: and Mm -hmm. told
2: us that Rick Chance was their guy.
1: Yeah yeah look,
2: things were not all rosy in there
1: yeah and again that
2: that takes time to time to fix i think that personally you've got a group of players whose Mm -hmm. confidence quite frankly in a lot of ways is in the mud yeah um i I, i'm not sure if they're overthinking everything i i it's hard to pinpoint exactly what i know that Mm -hmm. i mean I, i think that not playing with pride there is a bit harsh i Look seriously do do you think that you can would you go that far about?
1: No, uh but at the end of the day look there there's there's only a few games left in the season. You have a chance, a possibility whether it's slim or not to make it into the playoffs. So if the players were upset with the management or the coaching staff that was there before, that's fine. That's you're totally valid. And that can definitely, it, you know, I could definitely understand their point of view, but at the end of the day, they got a new coach. It's it, they have to do it on the field. It doesn't matter whether the confidence is high, whether the tactics are here or not, you have to at least show some, at least in my opinion, some, some sort of passion, uh, as far as getting these what results. Does because,
2: that, what does that mean?
1: Just means Those like guys some wearing
2: in the face of the referee all game. People hold yeah. that up as passion. What, what is showing passion? Because I feel like that's... Getting more than
1: people, two shots on target. Like these guys That's passion
2: or is it yeah. ability or confidence or what? Because I don't There's think that's so passion. Say, hey, I personally When don't it comes
1: think- to the 90 minutes, when it comes to the 90 minutes, yeah, okay, the confidence is low. At the end of the day, you need to get the results. It's not a matter of like, well, I don't feel confident in doing this, I'm doing that. It's, it's, it's the fact that Santi Moore has not been himself this season, you know, just due to lack of confidence for the entire year. He has the ability to do it. Why hasn't he shown it? And it's one of those things where it's like, it's now or never. You know, we talk about a must-win game, must-win game. The next one's going to be a must-win game. This was supposedly a final, and they come out and play like this. It has to be better at the end of the day. There's no excuse. It's professional sports. You know, it, at the end of the day, you live and die by the results, and, and that's what happens.
2: Right, but at the same time, let, let's be real here, right? Let's mm-hmm. be real here about the expectations that we're setting on a bunch of players who, quite frankly, are, in some cases, earning less than the people watching this stream. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to set some real expectations on the fact that, quite frankly, do we just go like that just because there's a single change in work? W- would we expect to do that? Would the people back watching us do it like that? Depending yeah. on what's happened beforehand, can we really expect the the switch to just utterly flick like that? I don't think we can. I think that to an extent, some of this, and even just expecting them to just kind of shut up, get on with it, and uh, the change has been made now. You you need to show a lot more. It's just utterly... It kind of throwing I mean, more expectations you know, we have on millionaires on these people
1: and they no, not. they know we no, near it. And I understand that point of view as well. But the, the only reason we're reacting like this is because there's a slim chance for rising to be able to make the playoffs. If they were out of the playoffs, we wouldn't care. We would be like, Hey, just, you know, Hey, build up to next year or see who you can keep and, and see who can, who's going to be leaving the team. But the fact that they still have a possibility of making the playoffs. I think that's the most frustrating part because they need these results. And, it's it's kind of you just throw up your hands like this it's now or never like i said earlier it's it just has to happen otherwise you know you know this season has been a failure and then we just move on to next season so
2: worth noting that whenever we've made the comments and i i am increasingly of the opinion that tory right there with his comment they won't make the playoffs this year is probably right Mm -hmm. the main reason i feel that way is because i feel like the change came too late Mm. um but realistically no manager can be expected to come in and immediately turn things around in such a way that uh yeah yeah but at the end of the day it's well, yeah we've and been it's saying for months care. we've been saying for months of course that mm-hmm. it's it's must-win games and must-win games. And, of course, the only reason they've kept him in isn't because Rising have been winning the must-win games. It's because mm-hmm. the rest of the league has decided it's time to cannibalize yeah. itself and yeah. effectively leave the door open. Uh, no one has really pulled away. Uh, and
1: uh, Yeah, and we saw it today. And- Las Vegas fell to Tampa, kind of gave an opening to to Phoenix. And, you know, th- that's what I said. I'm like, this is going to be great if they're able to get some results or some help from some of the other teams that were facing like Las Vegas and, and the other uh, squads ahead of rising, then again, they still have a possibility. But now, yeah, uh, who says who said it right here? Mathematically, yes, there's still a chance, but realistically, I don't know.
2: I feel as though in a lot of ways, yeah, this season is now winding up. It's a question about uh, Juan working out what he wants to do with this team, uh, especially looking ahead towards the next season. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... But at the end of the day, and I want to make this very, very clear, people talk about it as a rebuild. I want to be quite frank here that rebuilds typically happen when you have aging players and and all those kind of issues. That isn't the issue here. Something Mm -hmm. deeper was wrong with this squad. And when we autopsy it at the end of the season in full, we need to bear that in mind. Because quite frankly, this team is far, far, far more talented than the results show this year. And the question then is, why the discrepancy?
1: For sure, for sure. Uh, let's take a quick break, Owen, and talk about another sweepstakes that we got going on. Uh, this time with our friends at OG's Brands. Uh, I think we need some OGs. Uh, you know, today, uh, kind of relax a little. bit. I know it's somber Saturday, take but. The edge one- off. but we want to look like derek here and if you want to look like derek as well you can uh enter the flavoring life sweepstakes with our friends at ogs and if you are the winner you get some ogs gummies and ogs hat phnx t-shirt and a phnx annual membership and you can sign up at gophnx.com for this flavoring life sweepstakes with our friends at ogs and or you can click the link in the show notes as well and if you haven't yet make sure to check out ogs online at ogsbrands.com and on instagram at OG's brands, and you can also find their products at your local dispensary. And remember, you must be 21 years or older to purchase.
2: Right. Again, who's ready for me to hop
1: into the chat again? Uh oh. Why are y'all getting it mad? <laughs> 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 Which I one? Feel like,
2: I feel like the thing about today, and I'll, I'll yeah. say this before we move in here, is that. Yeah we today feels like we're kind of starting to draw a line under this season completely, that the hope is strongly disappearing uh, at a very fast rate. And therefore I feel like we do need to address some of these deeper issues more so than just talking about the football and how you fix it for next week. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's a comment here from Scott Summers saying, and Scott, I normally enjoy a lot of your comments in here, but sometimes a collection of talented players just don't click. Yeah. But how many of these players clicked last year? Again, it's that that's where the problem for me is. There are so many returners, so many players that are incredibly talented at this level and have shown it over time. And yet this season it's not working. And the question just really is is why? Mm -hmm. Um, And personally it comes down i mean it has to come down to either a serious on-field presence that's causing the negativity or yeah. it was a serious off-field presence
1: let me ask you this because when i was watching the the broadcast that espn plus uh, commentators they talked about haji Berry as the commander of the team he was he was making the runs he was making sure to dictate the the offensive flow of the game for colorado springs And I feel like sometimes that's what rising kind of need, that guy that just takes control of the game and says, hey, we're going to do it this way. We're going to go forward. And yeah, you you have leaders on this team already. You have Aiden Quinn, you have Lambert, you have Arturo Rodriguez at times that can take over the game. But, you know, is, you know, and I know we talked about this a lot in the beginning of the season, but do they need like a bigger presence than that or you know so, someone like a again Solomon Asante was that figure for a number of years for rising and I know it's kind of cheesy talking about it but you can see that with Colorado Springs and how Haji Berry kind of transforms that team a little bit more but is that something that rising is meaning kind of like some a, a leadership in that type of way
2: uh, good question um it's possible that more is needed of a different variety. It's not necessarily that the leadership is lacking. Mm-hmm. It's that there are different kinds of leadership. And it's possible here, really, that the team needs someone who fits a slightly different mold as well, uh, like Solo, great call, front office. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got to be pretty clear here that somebody, this wasn't Solo wanting out of Phoenix Rising. The front office didn't want to pay him his worth. Um in the front office and, and the head coach at the time mm-hmm. ultimately making those comments look it, it's it's frustrating because yeah. again it feels like a lot of this comes back to mistakes that were made in the past and unfortunately they're not as easy to shed as as we'd like it's mm-hmm. not easy to just kind of flick your fingers and, and change it this week um and i mean to, to cory's coming here so it was great it wasn't just him yeah yeah no that's that's fair that's entirely fair. It wasn't just him, mm-hmm. the leader in that locker room, and it wasn't just him, although he was a big part, even when he wasn't actively uh, necessarily scoring, creating mm-hmm. assists. He was creating chances still. He was a handful for the defence, and he always drew attention from the defence in a way that helped other attackers out. I, In terms of Scott's comment here, big changes from last season a striker and solo, so is that the problem? See here's the thing striker I can understand for a lot of this season but the thing is it hasn't changed since JJ Williams has arrived yeah and that's where my issue is is because JJ Williams should be that guy JJ Williams should be someone that fits more into the kind of striking role that really needs to do. It, it's just but they can't get him the ball and they can't get him the ball I mean Scott's making it mention it in here different Scott there's too many Scots in here. I think we've got two uh, <laughs> and I'm struggling to differentiate as I say exactly. them, but um, yeah, they're not getting the ball. There's been very little service for the center forward all season.
1: Yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happened with Greg Hurst. It happened uh, even when Antwee's there, uh, JJ Williams today, 13 touches on the ball today. I know, I know rising probably didn't have a lot of the possession either, but that's, that's a sign that your team is just not creating chances for your strikers. So uh, definitely a, a big issue there. Someone that actually did play really well and actually kept rising in the game is our DraftKings king of the game. So let's talk about Ben Lunt today. Uh, a huge saves today for them in total today. 56 touches on the ball, 27 out of 50 passing, 54%. Ben Lunt, our king of the game today. Amazing saves, kept rising in the game, kept at 1-0, honestly. It could have been a lot worse, especially with some of the chances that Colorado Springs was uh, was having. But what do, what do you make of Ben Lunt performance today Owen and overall in the season like how crucial has he has he been for this team
2: player of the year I, I'm I'm leaving it at that it's player of the year that that's what he is mm-hmm. um as rising has struggled to click in other ways Ben Lunt is a guy who has kept this team in games and look sometimes people will point out oh well he wasn't responsible for this goal here and that goal there yeah Every goalkeeper is right. <laughs> no goalkeeper is pivoting In the same way that no striker is got a one hundred percent strike rate. It's just mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. But at the end of the day, he has kept this team in so many games, and I think that if it wasn't for Ben Lunt, this season we could have drawn a line under it weeks and weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel as though it's just it's never a good sign when your goalkeeper has to be player of the year, really, but. Yeah, it's always a bad.
1: I don't see another candidate. No, 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 no. Yeah, and I mean, it's not you know I don't want to say it's always a bad time, but if your keeper's the best player of that game and the year, especially, then something's going on because typically, you know, that's not you know something reserved for keepers. But yeah, Ben Lunt, each game, he he, and I can see it. He gets so frustrated with this back line, and you know, I remember one game in specific. There was one commentator that was blaming him for not organizing, and I'm like, look, there's only so much he could do. You know, he's trying to stop all this stuff that's going on in front of him. And he shows it week in and week out. It's not just a a burst of a performance. Like the one that just comes to mind is the San Antonio game where he literally saved rising and got them those three points. And you see it again today where it could have been a lot worse if it wasn't for some of those saves. So it's it's yeah, it's incredible. And to Rusty's comment. Yeah, I hope he stays. You know, I know there may be some teams calling. And if you lose him, man, it's going to be a tough loss for rising.
2: Look at it this way, and I'll say this to whoever this commentator was who uh, made the comment about the fact that he had to organize better. Ben Lunt's a goalkeeper, he's not a head coach. Mm. Yes, goalkeepers have to organize, but they can only fix so much. Yep, you you aren't responsible for what has been over the course of a season, uh, a serious, serious issues repeatedly with the defense. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, speaking of DraftKings, Owen, uh, we got to talk about the stuff that's coming up next week. The other football, the one that you love, (laughs) Uh, the wait is almost over, guys. So if you guys were looking forward to a new football season, it's only one more week before uh, the teams take the field. And uh, you guys can get ready for the week one of NFL action by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and using promo code PHNX. And when you do, you can get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. And again, that's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the N- uh, NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure to check out the show notes for details. Ooh, Cardinals cheats next week. going to be yeah. fun. Make sure to check out the PHNX Cardinals show as well. You don't worry. I'm sure the Cardinals will disappoint you and all. Oh, my God. That's just Phoenix sports, man. I'm tired of it. Can we just win once? Like, the one time we did win, I was like five years old, and I didn't even know what baseball was, really. But So, tough tough spot there. All right, Owen. Uh, yeah, we have another week until next uh, game. So, the Rising is going to be hosting Oakland. No Juan Guerra that game. Is that going to nope. be something that's going to be affecting them?
2: Well, I don't know, because there's multiple coaches now looking like they're going to miss that game. Uh-oh. Of course, given that somebody else was sent off today. And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll it's going to be
2: a messy game, I'm sure. No Daniel King, no Ryan Flood, no mm-hmm. Anguera, no Marcus Reina. It's
1: <laughs> the time of the uh, year, man. Yeah, it's going uh, to be rough next week. Uh, yeah, Saturday at you 1. You know
2: what? You know what? It's you know, If we're gonna go down the throw in the towel, towel time, I say it's Nile Dunn season.
1: He's always in the tunnel when I'm there. Like as
2: soon as this season is Nile Dunn, I want him playing more.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
2: I yeah. literally just thought of that then, and it was That's awful. But it. hey, That's I'm gonna it. say it.
1: That's a good pun. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. You know, I think. If, if rising just don't get the get the victory, they can't string anything on, on next Saturday. I think that's it's time to start thinking about next season. So uh let's check out some comments here. Uh, Scott says PHNX has already moved on to the next football. It's over. <laughs> well, it might be after next week. Uh Bonnie says, Did you mean rugby Ramon? Rugby's interesting. I kind of want to get into it. It's uh it's a good sport. Um, but yeah, it's in Pat Moses. I've been saying done for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, yeah something out of the game so yeah man, it's gonna be a tough stretch here for sure for sure um but it's you know gotta keep the hope alive we can't be somber every saturday uh owen you know
2: of course we can
1: <laughs> you can't miserable it raises my blood pressure i can't do this every saturday come on it's bad <laughs> um we also do want to do a quick shout out to our sponsors as well Uh more furniture uh we're excited to be teaming up with them they hooked up our office, hopefully we can have a show there and you guys can take a look at what we got. But we got brand new studio, new furniture, the whole nine yards, thanks to our friends at More Furniture. And you can check out their Labor Day sale that's going on right now at morefurniture.com. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of you maybe don't work on Monday. Check out their website or after today or tomorrow. Check out their uh, their furniture website, morefurniture.com and see. Maybe get a brand new couch, you know, relax, get ready for next season maybe. <laughs> you guys yeah, can do can it. Sit
2: on it to watch the playoffs
1: there you go watch the playoffs maybe not with rising in them uh but yeah again morefurniture.com that's where you can check out all their great stuff and again thank you for hooking us up with all the stuff in the new studio uh scott you know what
2: what? down the line down the line this one's for scott here to keep talking about the studio we've not seen you know what Mm. i get the feeling and this is a strong feeling that down the line you know, and shout out. I, I know we mentioned four peaks earlier, but we're gonna have to keep talking about it. I feel like down the line, we're gonna get to the uh, last Wednesdays. Of course, they go down the last Wednesdays. Uh, we haven't unfortunately been able to have a show on on one of those days. It's possible we might have to have it in October and have the full on autopsy of the season. And uh, if anyone wants to come and join, then I guess maybe we'll all. Uh, commiserate together is is being kind of mentioned in here therapy live show at a bar after the next home i'd match be
1: up. really down for We're that
2: we to do a therapy show at the end of the season
1: four peaks and, on drafts uh, just you know having a good time we'll have um, to see how that goes not saying where's your tie ramon owen is schooling you i can't pull off tie i hate it i hate wearing like ties and buttoned up shirts i'm not i'm not that type of guy man i, hate I tried
2: it. in i tried to get the uh jake anderson good luck for today and apparently it backfired so uh
1: gotta wear the clip on no okay (laughs)
2: Uh.
1: yeah all right cool 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 um let's see guys so yeah we're gonna be wrapping up here soon but before we wrap up for today's show and again thank you so much for joining us i know it's a saturday night labor day weekend owen's falling asleep over here we're oh i am <laughs> uh, I do want to talk to you guys about a brand new sponsor that we just got uh, called the GameTime app. So if you guys have not yet heard of this, this is something that you guys can check out by downloading it. And you guys can get up to 60% off on tickets when you download uh, the GameTime app and see, uh, you know, what tickets are available. Uh, the other day when ASU was playing NAU, I was this close to buying tickets because they were so great. And I was using the GameTime app. So if you guys haven't yet, make sure to check them out Again, the GameTime app on the App Store uh, google play store all that good stuff and again you can get up to 60 percent off um when you check out tickets there on the game time app so check them out uh owen what are you gonna do right now is there a bar near you you already have oh, a
2: absolutely bars near the hotel i feel like i need to go drop my stuff off and uh i'll tell you what there's one that i believe has a late night menu so uh maybe get some late night snacks
1: there yeah yeah and uh, and, uh yes speaking uh, that...
2: of which scott yeah I think we were both thinking the exact same thing there, Ramon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Send some positive vibes to, to Ryan flood. Hopefully he can heal up soon. See him back on the field. You know, we like, we like when he plays, so make sure to send him those positive vibes. Uh, a main says, I look forward for the rest of the games because watching the games is what I love. Playoffs are not go rising. Look at that attitude. I love that. Thank you for tuning in and letting, uh, putting that in the comments. Love that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Great stuff. And, uh, yeah. Um, you know, good good reporting there, Owen. If you guys have not yet checked out uh, the little scoop that uh, that Owen um, put put on his Twitter today. Make sure to check it out. It has to do with the Orange County situation that we discussed a month ago. Has it been a month already?
2: It's a you know, yeah, it has. It genuinely has. The council meeting was, I believe, a month yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's a long time ago
1: long time but yeah check out the twitter he has some great stuff regarding what's been going on behind the scenes and i mean you may not like what you what you read but you know uh, owen's got the scoop for all of you there on his twitter account all right y'all that is it for us thank you so much for joining us it's been a great night hanging on uh, maybe a little bit of a somber saturday owen but it's always great hanging out with you here and shout out to our producer shane today and everybody in the chat for uh, making this fun so it's about having a good time here at phnx rising Uh, That's it for us. We're going to be signing off. We will see you on Tuesday, and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Until then, take care.